As health disparities in underserved communities grow, the Youth Engaged in Science program, YES, strives to expose underrepresented students to science, scientific research, and careers in related fields. The goal is to get kids excited about science through education, mentorship, and hands-on experience to end health disparities in underserved communities. It's Tuesday, August 20th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Margaret McDonald, filling in for Lisa Carter. It's been a big week at OHSU, hasn't it, Margaret? It really has. An incredible amount of work has gone into ASME contract negotiations over the past months, and a tentative agreement was reached in the early hours of Wednesday morning. Congratulations to everyone involved, and thank you for putting in the long hours to reach agreement. Hopefully everyone has been able to catch up on their sleep. Can you share what's next in the process? Well, this is a tentative agreement, which means that the AFSCME membership needs to ratify the agreement before it goes into effect. AFSCME has scheduled the ratification vote for Sunday, September 1st through September 8th. A couple of exciting opportunities were announced this past week, too. One is the chance to have your work highlighted during Performance Excellence Week in February of 2020. Yeah, this annual celebration is a great way to have your work highlighted, but also to get inspired about doing process improvement work in your own area. That's right. The submission process is now open for people who want to present a poster or a grand round session in February. And even if you're not familiar with submitting an abstract, the form is really easy to fill out. You can also contact the quality management team if you'd like input and help. And what's that other exciting opportunity you mentioned? The OHSU Talent Show is coming up, and auditions are right around the corner. In fact, live auditions are on Monday and Wednesday of next week. And if you'd like to do a virtual audition, you can send a link to your video or audio recording by Friday, August 30th. I'm looking forward to hearing your singing voice, Patrick. (laughs) Well, on that note, I think it's time to introduce our main interview. Tracy Brawley recently spoke with Damien Fair to learn more about the YES program and why it's an important part of ending health disparities. All right, I am here with Dr. Damien Fair, Associate Professor of Behavioral Neuroscience and Psychiatry, as well as a PI in the DCAN lab here at OHSU. And Damien, give me an idea. What is the YES program? All right. Well, the Youth Engaged in the Science uh, program, or YES program, is a program I started as part of my the opening of my lab back in 2011. I, uh, Throughout my career, I've had a lot of mentors and folks who have really helped me, you know, become who I am. And so I decided that I wanted to, as part of the fabric of the laboratory, as I begun to kind of start giving back into the community and start exposing kids, particularly underrepresented kids, to scientific careers to kind of push them in the direction that I went. As you can see, over the last, you know, seven or eight years since the, since the start of this program, it's really kind of grown um, we're really touching a lot of kids in, in, in Portland, underrepresented kids of all different types of backgrounds, exposing them to the resources and the fantastic, you know, um, you know, people at OHSU. And so it's, it's really, you know, it's, I think it's really done well. So why is this important? What, what role does this play? I mean, it's great to expose the kids, but, but what does this mean to them? I mean, they get access, they get to meet people, they get to touch brains, they get to do all yeah. of these things. But why is that important to science? Well, it's extremely important because the diversity of ideas and the work that we do is, is just integral into doing good science. Having people from different backgrounds come up with ideas, question your approach, that is, if you're going to make progress 
fastest, most efficiently. You really need to have these diverse backgrounds at the table. The problem right now in our, you know, the current state of academia is that there's just not a lot of, um, it's very homogeneous with regard to cultural backgrounds. And so, you know, and one of the reasons why that is is because a lot of a lot of kids from underprivileged backgrounds or underrepresented backgrounds just aren't exposed, don't even know that these types of careers are possibilities. Um, they've never seen them before. They've never seen folks with PhDs before that kind of look like them and have the same type of background. And so they don't even they don't even realize this is something I can attain as well. So that's one of the reasons why we were, you know, I'm, I personally am very motivated to make this work is pretty much just to exposure. And the reality is, is that it's, we're not the only ones who have this type of vision. There are a ton of people with the with extremely motivated, the same type of vision. They understand that you need to expose kids to careers for them to know that this is something they might want to do. It's interesting to me that these are sometimes elementary kids. Why so young? Well, that you know, that is probably the how much these kids at these young ages and how influenced they are is 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 sometimes on you know sometimes people just don't recognize, right? And you you can get a little something in your in your brain, no pun intended, <laughs> right? That just tells you you want to do something because of experiences that occur way back then. Yeah, it makes complete sense, especially tied to the research that you do yeah, in absolutely. terms of cognition yep. and, and, and behavioral neuroscience. Right. Uh, makes complete sense. Anything else that you want to share about the program that we didn't talk about? Well, I, I do want to say that the, the program relies on effective partners. And so I'm not going <laughs> to go through the list of partners that we have in the community, but there are certainly some very um, important partners here at OHSU at many different departments, the Department of Behavioral Neuroscience, um, OBI, Department of Surgery, you know, several other departments, the Primate Center, that kind of come together to make this kind of program work. And a lot of that is, you know, it's part of our mission as a, as, as a university. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're not getting paid. You know, these are folks who kind of believe in what we're doing and, uh, and they should be lauded for, for assisting with what we do. Absolutely. Cross-discipline work. That's right. It's excellent. Yeah. Tracy also sat down with postdoctoral scholars Benyam Nardos and Anita Randolph to learn about their roles with the program and discuss a recent day camp touring OHSU. You guys are working very closely with the YES program. How long have, have each of you, just to start, how long have each of you been working with the YES program? For myself, I've been with the YES since April 2016. And Anita? I just started in January of this year. Fantastic. It's a good program to be involved yes. with from it's the get, awesome. right? Yes. What does, I mean, you, you both have probably then have different perspectives because Binion, you've been here or been with the program for a couple of years. Anita has been just starting. What does the program mean to each of you in that realm? Um, and why do you want to be involved with it? So since the get go, since arriving here, uh, the Youth Engagement Science program has, has actually been a way to connect with the community for me personally. So by uh, going to uh, different Portland public schools and interacting with the students and teachers from those schools, as well as bringing students and uh, and their uh, teachers to OHSU to connect them to uh, you know the different career possibilities that exist as researchers, as clinicians. Uh, so it's been you know really great to serve as this 
bridge, which in a, you know, in a way also connected me to the community because I was new when I first arrived. So it was, it became a family. So that's, oh. that's what it means to me. So I came here to work as a postdoc with right. Damien. Right. And at that time, uh, the YES program had already been founded uh, by Damien and uh, Marguerite Matthews, who was a postdoc that preceded me. And then we now have uh, Anita's awesome energy. <laughs> Fantastic. So Anita, with that, what an introduction. The facelifter of the YES program. What does this program mean to you? And what, I mean, even in just the short few months that you've been here um, and working with the program, what have you seen it accomplish? How have you changed it? What what does it mean to you? For me, it was a fresh start. So a lot of these uh, kids that we work with are underrepresented minorities. I am in that category. Um, A lot of the socioeconomic backgrounds that these kids come from, I was also in that group. So to just see them and to see how excited they are to be exposed to new things, I can just tell it's like a fresh start for them. Like they didn't consider neuroscience. They didn't perhaps know all of the careers that you can do in research, in clinical research, or just being a physician. So for them, it's just like this brand new exposure that, you know, is now laying the foundation for like new careers that they can then pursue later on. So for me, it's just been just an amazing experience. Um, sometimes I could connect with them more because I'm like, man, I wish there was a YES program when I was growing up because I didn't know about any of these things. Um, I met Dr. Fair actually last summer, and then that's when I was exposed to like all of this neuroimaging things. And so for me, it's like a completely fresh start, a whole new area of research. I was on the bench. So it's my first time doing neuroimaging. Um, it's awesome to be able to connect with the community. I've met so many other nonprofit groups that I've now worked with outside of YES. Like on the weekends, we all get together and we do things. So it's this extended family. I'm from Atlanta. I just moved here. And I've just met like all of these friends, all of these really cool kids. So um, YES has been really cool. This extended family, this fresh start, um, not only for me, but also for the kids. That's excellent. So let's talk about the kids a little bit. So this program, what are the age ranges? Who can be a part of it? The age ranges are pretty broad. Sometimes we work with uh, elementary school kids. We've had a group of fourth and fifth graders. We also do middle school kids. We also do brain in a box, which is focused more towards seventh graders. Um, Sometimes we have high schoolers. Uh, We had a group last week that was um, seventh through twelfth. Um, And then also we have untraditional groups as well. So we work with a lot of um, refugee groups and sometimes they're starting undergrad at 22, 23, 24, but Mm -hmm. we still um, welcome those groups as well. That's great. So anyone in an underrepresented group. Mm -hmm. So Anita, we've got a group coming in this week, Camp Elso. Can you tell me a little bit about this group, why they're coming here to OHSU, and what they're going to, what they're doing here on campus. Sure. Um, Camp Elslo is a local grassroots organization um, whose mission is to support black and brown youth who experience uh, life sciences outdoors. Um, So we have a lot of really great fun activities lined up for them. Um, They'll spend the entire day with us. So yes, we do offer Um, individual short tours for a couple of hours, or you can send your kids with us the entire day, (laughs) which is what we love because we get to do so, you know, so many cool things. So when they arrive, they're going to have a tour of the tram. 
So you have this presentation, learn about all the engineering that makes the tram works. Then they're going to, um, you know, ride up the tram. The kids really like that a lot. Um, and then from there, we're going to do um, go to the EEG lab here on campus. Um, I really like this tour because they actually get to put on the caps and track their brain activity. And it's really nice that they print out their brain activity on a certificate and like give it to the kids. And the kids like get really excited about that because they actually get to see their brain waves and then like, you know, show it off to everybody. <laughs> I got to do that one day, and uh, it might be my desktop picture. I don't know. It's, like, really fun. And then we will be um, having a student panel. Um, we try to have a very diverse group. So there will be uh, research scientists, clinical scientists, postdocs. Um, we also have medical school students, um, people who just graduated undergrad, people um, who are doing different programs like PrEP. Uh, who are doing research fresh out of undergrad. So we try to um, have people that fall into every category because you just never know what is going to spark something in the kids. So you just want to make it diverse as possible. Um, following their panel, they will have um, interaction with the Portland Alcohol and Drug Abuse Research Center, PARC. <laughs> That's what we call it, just PARC, um, where they're going to learn about how the adolescent brain develops and what drugs will do to the brain. And they have these really cool interactive games where they put on these alcohol goggles, and they have to do these fun activities where they try to play basketball um, without the goggles, and then they put on the goggles, and they have different um, percent of blood alcohol. Um, so. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yes. A little bit of... of uh, Additional education there, if you will, right? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. That's um, great. So they do things there, and then we will end it with um, interactive uh, neuroscience games. We have a game that we love to play with the kids. It's MindFlex. So they put this band um, around their head, and it tracks their brain activity, and they play these games against each other, but there's no remote control. You have to concentrate. You have to move the ball, float it in the air, and then move it back and forth. With your mind? With your mind, yes. With your no controller. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yes. Um, so we have interactive games like that. Uh, we have a human-human interface where we can connect each other, and I can move uh, parts of your body. I can control you with this um, interface that we got from uh, Backyard Burns. And then we're also going to have Northwest Noggin that's going to have um, cadavers that the kids can play with, different types of brains from different um, species. Um, so lots and lots of activities. How do the kids interact? How do they, what's the response? <laughs> so, you know, the kids get to come and actually get to see and hold and touch the brain. And there, the kind of response that you get could range from just sheer joy and excitement to, ooh, <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> yes. um, how about you blink a bunch of times in a row for me? Yeah, do you see these spikes? So those are your eyes blinking. Um, and then if you move your eyes like side to side, like left to right, like pretty far. Whoa. Yeah, you can kind of see dips that are happening called saccades. Um, and now how about you bite down really hard, like brr. Yeah, so you can see this big, big old signal that happened there. <laughs> so this is on a low setting. We generally don't feel much of anything or get a reaction. We feel a little something. She's controlling. Okay, I'm gonna go a little higher. Might feel a little something, but we probably. Oh God! <laughs> Very short. Sure, <laughs> 
But what a great experience and it opportunity. Is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Because it's very hard to um, find opportunities where kids get to hold human brains. Um, it's like highly regulated, um, all the chemicals that are in it, you know, a lot of times that they get to see it, but they can't touch it. But with Northwood Snoggin, they give us an opportunity for the kids to be able to put on gloves themselves and be able to touch all the different brains. And I also have 3D printed brains, which are really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Anything that I didn't ask you both about the program in terms of your participation in it, anything that you'd like to add? How powerful it could be to, for, you know, for us as people of color, to be present to these kids and show them that we can be scientists. You know, this this uh, this image, at least for me as I was growing up, of this old white man with crazy looking hair and a, and a lab coat is the scientist. You know, Bill not, Nye. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I think it's, it's uh, understated, uh, you know, quite a bit, but I, I think it's, you know, not just us, but the other career panelists and, uh, you know, pe- minority people that we connect with these kids. It's really, uh, it's really powerful for the, for, for the kids to, to then envision themselves as, as one of those people. Science is for everyone. Right. Everyone should be involved. It's kind of like we say here, it's what good are all the same ideas, right? Different perspectives are what make us innovative. Not only are we minorities, some of us are first-generation college students. I'm first-generation on both sides of my family, and many people see me as a postdoc here, and they just naturally assume, oh, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your aunt. And that's not the case. So it's very important to stress that um, you can be whatever you dream and whatever you want to be, no matter if someone has already paved that um, career for you or not. So that's another thing that we also try to stress to the kids because a lot of them will be first generation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they think that it's not possible for them to be sitting in this chair where I am right now, but it is. OHSE Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Tracy Brawley and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Margaret McDonald. Have a great week. <laughs>